Hi, Kayla. Hi, Nicole. How the hell are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. What the hell are we talking about today? Um. Well, we're back, and we're back. Uh, this is our we're, second we're attempt. Um, so, like, we're back. We're back. Um, I was not in a good place last week. I no. was just getting over being sick. Um, yeah, Kayla and I recorded about I don't know, maybe a half an hour. Yeah, last literally, week, literally thirty minutes. And I was just getting over being sick. Um, I just felt so tired that night. And then out of nowhere, I got like random diarrhea. Yeah. Her, her internet canceled out. Like I was in the middle of a con, like oh, middle of a yeah. sentence. And it was just, yeah. you're the only person recording. And I was like, oh, no. So then I tried to call Nicole. She didn't answer. And then uh, she got back on the back on screen and she was like, yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I have to go. Bye. Like, <laughs> so then when we talked about like redoing it, I was like, or like continuing, I was like, let's just start over. Like, let's let's just, we're just going to nix it. We're just, yeah. we're, we're, we're cutting it out. Um, yeah. So we're back. We're back. And I just also like, I just also felt like I wasn't in a good headspace that night. Like, I just felt very we lethargic. Very like, negative and um we were, trying, we were doing our best you know i think this conversation was pretty good you know we were talking about you know the struggles of of moving and moving to a city in a region that you've never been in before and those are very difficult things but like we were yes. just we were like we were trying so hard to be positive and it just wasn't working and i feel like just, the just the the um the unexplained diarrhea was you excising your demon of negativity. <laughs> that probably that probably was it. Um, yeah, so you know, Evan and I are officially settled in our new place, um, in our new home, in my new town, his original town. Um, it's been about a month now since the move. Um, about a month and a half since the last episode. Um, it definitely wasn't the intention to let it go this long. I just really underestimated, which I do a lot mm. um, with myself. I really underestimated like my adjustability yeah. or I, I overestimated my ability to adjust. Right. Um, everything's going really good. Um, me and Evan are doing good. Um but, you know, being totally transparent and honest, those first couple of weeks, like two, two and a half weeks were really hard for me. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't even know if I told you this the last time, but it I think it was the week of Thanksgiving. So, like, we moved the week before that. Right. My first day was on the 20th. And then, you know, Thanksgiving was a couple of days later. Like that Tuesday, and I knew like me and Evan were going to go back to my dad's for Thanksgiving, so we were going to come back to the area. And I don't know what was wrong with me, but like that Tuesday after training and like got in my car and I'm like driving back to my new home. And I called my dad and I just start bawling my eyes out. Oh, and I'm like, I'm okay, I'm just having a bad day. And he just like. I know. So then, like, I hear my stepmom in the back and my sister in the back. And my stepmom goes, where are you? We're going to come pick you up. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I can't. 
was good. <laughs> so then, like, my dad was crying, my stepmom, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, everything is fine. I'm just having a rough day, and there was nothing wrong. I just, I just felt really displaced. Yeah. Um, really displaced in like my location in um you know going from really high on the totem pole in a job to like back down at the bottom like I just felt um yeah I think displaced and uncomfortable is like a good way to say it yeah um there's there's that uneasy feeling of like it's not my home anymore, or I guess it's not my home again yet. So, you know, that I, I, I totally resonate with that a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we were in our old place for three and a half years and, um, you know, for the people who like really know me, like my home and my belongings, like are really like sacred to me. You know what I mean? Like, that's where my comfortability lies. You know what right, I mean? That's like, a safe place. You've made that a safe yes. system for yourself. Yes, my space. And so, <clears throat> you know, when you're moving into a new place, like, and picking up your whole life and literally moving to a new place, and you're not comfy yet, you're not excited to go home because it doesn't feel like home yet. Right. So that was, that was, um, that was a rough couple of weeks for sure it's just an adjustment and you know you're you're getting into the hang of things and you're you know you've you're starting a a schedule for yourself so there's that's a lot of the struggle I know for myself was um just not knowing what to do with my like literally not knowing what to do with my body like I don't know where to place myself um so I get that it's just it's just an adjustment and you sound better. You sound happier. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like I said, I was pretty like, okay, last week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, so then of course my second week of work, I didn't even have a full week of work because of Thanksgiving. My second week I had to take off Monday because I was sick. Um, and so, yeah, so of course I get sick my second week of work and I told you and you were like, what the fuck? Like you always get sick around this stuff. Literally, it's either every Thanksgiving, two days after Thanksgiving, it's <laughs> I'm sick. And like, boo you whore, stop getting sick. <laughs> no, this one was weird because um, like COVID is starting back up again. Um, yeah. I mean, not that I ever went anywhere, but then there's like that weird like thing going around in, in, in Ohio, and I'm like ten feet away from the Ohio. Oh yeah, the border. white line. <laughs> the white line. Yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking though that the one Thanksgiving you didn't get sick was the one Thanksgiving I had COVID. So like, how the fuck is that? It's so weird. Thank goodness that it was a very mild cold. Mm. Um, but like people are talking about, <clears throat> I did have that like really dry cough. Yeah. Um, and then that went on for a couple of days <clears throat> and then just like went to like nasally and like, you know, sinusy and all that. Um, but it like really went away after like a week. Um, you know, there was some <laughs> resids, some residual <laughs> effects, um, that I had to get over. <laughs> 
<clears throat> but um, yeah, thank God, because I know a lot of people are like really in like the sickness, you know what I mean? Um, so with my move and stuff like that, <clears throat> you've been um, living with a man now for <laughs> about three months. You know, you and I had a lot of conversations about like a lot of the trial and error of that trial and tribulations. Um, yeah. Yeah. Trial and tribulation. And like the different, like when you live together, you have to have like a different like form of communication. Um, yeah. I think our, both of our brains have altered. Um, yeah, no, it does. So like kind of open up about that. Like, I know it was a little bit difficult for you at first, duh, you know, Literally, like, the, the first month, month and a half was was super, super hard. We were arguing a lot um, because, because yeah. while I thought we were great communicators previously. Um, it, Which you guys were. You guys we were. Have it. We, we have yes. those difficult conversations, conversations, you know, the uncomfy ones. We're always honest. Like, we, we really do have really great communication. Um, uh different communication when you live together absolutely 110 percent um and you i you don't realize i say you as like a general you me speaking to myself in third person really um the the um effects of trauma that last and how it shapes you um and when you're literally living in somebody else's life um yeah like um i'm stepping into tj's hometown his childhood home i'm you know we're living with his mother like a place that he's been for the majority of his life like i'm literally living within his life um so like a lot of the time I feel like I'm neurotic um, because I am so self-aware of the, um, the things that I, that I would do on a daily basis if this were my home Mm -hmm. or if I lived by myself and Mm -hmm. why I would do those things. Like today we had a conversation. I he was like, are you feeling okay? I was like, yeah, not really. I'm exhausted. Like I just started my period. No big deal. Um, and I just want to lay down. He was like, well then go take a nap. I said, I want to, I really do, but dishes need to be done. He was like, oh, okay, well, do you want me to do them? And I was like, I don't want you to have to do them, but it'd be great if you could. And I was like, they, they're just giving me anxiety. Like, I realized that the, like, you've, you, you know, my old place, my dishes would pile and pile and pile because of how overwhelming they became and how anxiety ridden. And like, we, we use a lot of paper materials here. So paper plates, uh, plastic forks, you know, plastic utensils or whatever. So there's less dishes that we have to do which has been huge help i actually started doing that when i was living on my own uh after meeting tj because i was like that's fucking genius like that just yeah. so much so much stress away um right but it was just there's just a lot of the times where i feel like oh i'm the crazy one because i have 
there's just a lot of things that have accumulated to who I am today of, you know, why Mm -hmm. I do the things I do. And it's really not that big of a deal if they don't get done. But it is because it creates an issue within myself. So, like, it's just things that, like, I notice. um, And uh, it's just different. And so he was like, I'll do them. I just don't want to do them right now at this moment. I was like, that's totally fine. It's just that, you know, they're piling up. The the sink is getting full. Like, I don't want your mom to have to do them. Like, she's running all over town. You know, she's got an hour drive home in rush hour traffic from Orland Park. So, or Tinley Park. So, like, I just don't want her to have to stand here on top of, you know, doing that or whatever and having to do them. Right. So, it's just like... Like I said, just just realizing the the differences and like, um, neuroticies. Like I'm just insane. I'm I'm I've <laughs> I've noticed how like, um, I'm I'm very anal. I I I'm not. I wouldn't I wouldn't classify myself as anal, but I think somebody else who has lived with me could classify me as anal. Um, and just particular. Um, and uh. I, I think I have become more self-aware of how um, OCD I am than what I ever thought I was. Mm-hmm. Just because um, I'm living with somebody else. Like, that's just wild. Right. I mean, I definitely have a couple of thoughts about that. I I I mean, I, I think it's very simple for us to be our own worst critics in a lot that's of things. True. Yeah, you're right. Um, And not that there isn't like a glimmer of truth in any of that to like the grand scheme. But when you're single and or living alone, because I wasn't single while living alone, um, you're not, you are not like moving throughout your day with somebody else in mind. Yeah. So it literally is just a general like learned behavior because of the environment. Yeah, that's true. And so <clears throat> um, I, I think that a lot of us give ourselves more credit than we deserve in a lot of ways. Like, you're not neurotic. You were just fucking single. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel neurotic. I don't know. I feel it. Well, I mean, I, I think there's something positive about like, taking a step back and, and being like, like there's been days where I'm like, just it's not that serious, kid. Like, it's really not that big of a deal if those dishes. Well, listen, I said a glimmer of day, truth. But... I said a glimmer of truth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I yeah, because I mean, I actually, I actually haven't went through that um in the past month. It's like difficult as I thought that I would thinking about the move and preparing for it yeah yeah um I thought it would be like water off a whale's back like no no issue that's how I thought I would be walking into this like not a big deal I don't really care like I'm a slob at home like I totally understand like I can just do whatever you know do what I need to do our dirt is fine our dirt is fine somebody else's no matter how much you love them never is disgusting Absolutely. All I all I say to Evan is that he's a dirty boy. <laughs> yeah, I tell you that he's gross. Like you're you have germs, go away. Yeah, and then he'll say something to me like, 
you know, like I hate the fact that he gets into bed in the morning after work before taking a shower. And because he's gross to me, but he's like, do you shower every night before you get into bed? And I'm like, well, no, but it's not the same. And he goes, what the (laughs) fuck is. And I'm like, it's because you specifically are gross. I am more naturally clean than you. <laughs> You're like, I know for a fact that I've washed my hands today. I yeah. don't know if you've washed yours, buddy. I don't yeah. know what goes on during that day. My dirty is less dirty than yours. Right. So, <laughs> so these little like nuances, you know what I mean? Um, and like, you think yeah. you like know your person. And there's just new facets to them that you just learn. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just funny and weird. Definitely a and couple new icks. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, for sure. Um, and it goes both ways. I'm sure. Uh, oh, I yeah. don't care to ask. I don't dare. Um, no, because I'm perfect in your eyes. I am the epitome of light, health, and perfection in your eyes. <laughs> I'm just God's little baby. Like, yeah, like so, perfectly porcelain, created with a touch of love. <laughs> yeah, there's just new facets, and then and I don't know. It's just it's just different, and I think. You know, at the beginning when you first moved and you, you, I remember you mentioned that, you know, you and Brooke talked or whatever. And she was like, you know, you never made Evan your person and you got to make him your person more. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. I 100% agreed with that because um, that happened with me and TJ. Like, he's like my best friend. He is my best friend. 100% my best friend. Uh and I thought that he was my best friend before I, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I see him all the, all audience. I'm rolling my eyes as much as I fucking can uh, before I have a coronary um, all day long. We talk all the time. Like. And also just because of proximity. <laughs> yeah. Like he after that, he better be your best friend. Like me and Evan yeah. still have a slight leeway of like not always being each other's best friend because yeah. like yeah, we live together officially fully now, but you know, we're oh still on different schedules and shit. So it's just wild. It's just so wild. Um and like, I don't know. He's just he's a turd face and I wouldn't have any any other way. Um yeah. so yeah. And yeah. it's just it's just good to know that you are doing better because I know how hard that was for me. So Yeah, thank you. Um but yeah, I I think I did talk about that last time too, like, you know, when I had that just really bad day. Um and I was like pretty communicative about it. Like I definitely talked to him about it. You know, him and I had those conversations even before the move. I knew it was going to be hard on me. I just didn't realize how hard it would be for me to like adjust. Um, So like he knew what was going on, but like that day specifically, like when I talked to my family, I know that I texted you that day and then I had called Brooke um, and she was like, I love you, but, and I'm glad that you called me because you're going through a hard time, but your person needs to be Evan. 
And that definitely was kind of like an eye opener for me. Um, Not that he wasn't my person before because he's my husband. He was, um, but it was just different because we were not fully intertwined in each other's lives. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he wasn't there during the week. And when you were having a rough, rough day, yeah, you would, of course you would call him, talk to him, let him know what's going on. Um, But the people that you were able to physically in person lean on were your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Evan was not my first call. I was a minute and a half away from you. It was your girlfriend's. Like, right. there's nothing wrong with that. That's just how you cope in that situation. That's how you cope with that right. facet of the relationship at the time. So it is right. different because when you're going, when you, you know, you were going through this, you wanted your girls. You wanted to be surrounded by the community that you built and you just weren't used to it. Yeah. You weren't used to going yeah. to him first and saying, can I please just have a hug? Like, that's all I really need. Like, just tell yeah. me that's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he, um. You know, he's, sorry, he's like, I think he's sleeping over in the next room trying to get some sleep before work. And all I heard was, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, he, um, I think that we have both, like, really have felt that, like, we have kind of done this very smoothly. yeah. Um, we've both been really supportive of each other, which we always have been. But sometimes in stressful times, like your your worst traits come out. You know what I mean? Um, for sure. I mean, it definitely did for us too. So I get that. Right. Right. Um, you know, we've had a couple of arguments over the past couple of weeks that are different than some arguments that we've had before. <laughs> so, um, you know, but there's just a difference now of like. We can't really walk away. So, um, yeah, it, it's just everyday shit. It's just everyday shit. So. And, like, um, the everyday shit that you didn't know, like, you knew how to handle on your own. Um, yeah. You just don't know how to, you didn't know how to incorporate somebody else into that. And I totally get that. Exactly. So, yeah. So, everything has been good. Um yeah, but in terms of the podcast, you know, yeah. I just need to I mean, all that matters is that, you know, we're continuing. Um, right. We're not, right. you know, trying to be perfect. Um, it'll never happen. No. If we, if we don't come back next week, like, just assume that we'll be back the next week after that. Like, it's yeah. just not. Right. We're just listening. And we're in different time zones now. So mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. is, like, an extra, like, layer of, like, planning to that. Um, of like, okay, I know that works for me, but that's a, an hour difference for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's fine. And I, you know, you and I have talked to like, um, listeners, um, I've actually like went back out into the community. I'm forward facing with clients again. Yeah. Um, I make my own schedule. Um, and so there's like difficulties with that. And so yeah. I'm still learning my life out here you know what I mean um so so yeah it's um there's definitely some growing pains there's still some adjusting going on but it's all good um it's all good in the the Decatur hood (laughs) which there's not a hood here so somebody recently 
one of my coworkers, I was shadowing with them, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, so I'm going to take you to like the bad part of town. And I'm like, what the fuck? So we drive through, and it's like. Filled with the scarecrow in it, scared. Right. So we drive through the street, and it's like three houses from like Rensselaer. tried so hard tried so hard oh this is terrible i'm so scared oh man yeah so funny so funny yeah i'm definitely that's adjustment too i'm i'm adjusting to small town life um these people are fucking weird i texted our group chat there is a running priest yeah. in this town and listeners. Oh, a running priest. Like it's a priest who likes to run. No, there is a priest in the town of Decatur, Indiana, who runs through the streets in full priest garb mm. and a briefcase. Um, witnessed it for myself last week. Wild. Uh, this is also where Michael Myers of Decatur is. It's not Decatur, Illinois. It's Decatur, Indiana. My husband knows where he lives. <laughs> Do you think that the that uh, father slash reverend slash priest is like practicing? If he would stop, I would ask him. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he could have got that, you know, robe from Spirit Halloween 25 years ago. I have no clue. I have no clue. So, so yeah, it's been super interesting. Um, but yeah, it's been it's it's been nice. It's quiet, um, which nice. I like. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Which it would be. Okay. I said that the first few texts in the group. I was like, you would. You would find a, a running priest of anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like adjusting to, to like... And warranty. So you're gonna... Um, ex- it brings a whole new meaning to exercise the demons. <laughs> <laughs> you're too proud on that one. Oh, I'm so proud of myself for that. Um, yeah, but there's been like some fun marriage stuff too that I necessarily haven't had to deal with full time. Like, the, okay, so in it, it, and this isn't like a feminist thing of like I'm not cooking for no fucking man. Like, it's nothing about that. It's like literally the fact. I mean, well, it's maybe like ten percent, twelve percent on a bad day. Yeah. Um, but like, there is kind of like something also that. My husband works third shift. Like he goes in at 10 o'clock and the majority of time, it seems really reasonable for me having a quote unquote normal shift most of the time to do something for dinner. Um, I'm so stressed every day thinking about dinner. Aren't you tired of it? Aren't you so Oh my fucking God. It's hard enough to think for yourself about what I'm going to eat or make. I don't 
I don't want to know. Make it yourself. I, I don't want us, I want us to starve to death. I don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> I have literally, I've, I have worked on myself last couple of weeks to stop asking TJ, you hungry? You want me to make you anything? Because he just doesn't eat during the day. He eats maybe once, maybe twice a day. Uh-huh. The actual meal. And he, yeah. And that's just so foreign to me. Um, <laughs> and um, the kid's not na- not malnourished. So it's just, it's just. Yeah, he's different. not. He's not failing to thrive. No. <laughs> so like, I have tried, I have like, and on top of it, like, and then I do, like, if he does, like, want me to cook something or he agrees, like, I'll shout out an idea. I'm so stupid. Why am I making fucking suggestions? I don't want to cook it. Yeah. 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 I, I I give you credit for just asking. I mean, dinner, I'm pretty communal about. Any other meal, figure it out your fucking self. Like, I, <laughs> I was raised on a, on a, you know, Wednesdays are fend for yourself nights. You know what I mean? Right. Wednesday through right. Saturday, fend for yourself. Sunday through Tuesday, mom's got gotcha. you. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also hard for me, like I was talking to Brooke about this too, Um, like I'm having this kind of internal feminist struggle of being in a like traditional marriage, um, but being a feminist at the same time, like how much do I really give to my husband? Like I'm, this is, I'm kind of been really internal about this like like okay he asked me to make lunch like i'm not your fucking slave and then i'm like whoa dude like chill yeah but and then at the same time you know or the opposite of like like for me like me going out of my way and asking tj like uh acts of service are one of my love languages so, like, if I can make something for you, like, I enjoy cooking for other people. I enjoy baking things for other people. I, I genuinely yeah. just like to do that. Um, if if uh, if you're happy with something that I've made, then that makes me happy. Um, just makes yeah. me feel good. Um, so, like, I, like you want, you want me to make you, you know, like, some pretzels or, like, a pizza or something? Well, no, you don't have to. Like, no, like... Like, I want to. And then in my head, I'm like, do I want to? Do I want to? Yeah. Yeah. Or or a couple weeks ago, I made pizza. I made pizza for him. And I he was downstairs gaming. And I was like, TJ, the pizza's ready. And he was like, okay, I'll be up in a little bit. A half an hour goes by. And I'm seething. I'm like, I made that pizza for you 30 fucking minutes ago. <laughs> you ungrateful swan. Like that just made me think. So yeah, it is. It is. It is. Like, I mean, we're very hyper individual people. Um, yeah. hyper like we're and super feminist. And you know, for God forbid, we have girl power tattooed on us for mm-hmm. um, women's rights. Like we don't fuck around with that stuff. Right. Um, so it's it really is like, and like I'm also the kind of person that, um. I love with my whole heart. It's I am all in or all out. I will give my body and soul to the people I love. So, but I have to stop myself. 
because not everybody is that way. And I will kill myself doing so just out of love, not out of obligation or expectation, but like, that's just, that's just how I love. So I have to literally stop myself from giving too much because Mm -hmm. if I do that, then I'm burnt out or I begin to resent or, yes. you know, all of those yes. thoughts of like, do like, why am I doing all of this all of the time? Like, yeah. but who's really making me do that? Me. Because then the resentment turns into something the other person has literally never even had a thought of. Exactly. And like, it's, I never, it's, like, it's I never expected you to do those things. I never, you know, I never... It was, you were never under obligation to do X, Y, Z, you know, it was, you know, their intent, like it, like it was my first intention to do something because that's what I thought I've needed to do my whole life in order to survive. So like, that's again on me. Right. Or to seek something. Right. Whether it's truly conscious or not. And that's like a really interesting thought. Like when I was in college, um, I took a, I don't even know what this class was. I don't know how I passed this class. Still to this day, if I think I about know like how I graduated anything ever, no, especially this class, um, it was like a logistics class or something like that. And we studied um, like the workings of Ayn Rand and Ayn Rand, Ayn, Ayn Rand. And she has this like concept or theory. And I can't, I can't think of the name of it to save my life. Um <clears throat> Um, about like no act of service is ever pure. Yeah, that's fair. I've heard that. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of the term though. And it's like irritating me. It's like, um, yeah, I don't know. But still to this day, like almost 10 years later, I think about that a lot. Like when I go to like do something like out of the kindness of my heart and I'm like, well, I'm doing this for somebody. And I'm like, like sometimes I question myself, like, what am I really doing this for? Because Mm -hmm. that brings up a really good point. Like if you feel any type of resentment later on for it, it wasn't from the pureness of your heart. Like you were in some way, even if it was unconscious, expecting something from that. So whatever it might've been, you know, love, acceptance, even like a thank you, you you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you hear people talk all the time. I did all this. I never even got a thank you. Okay. Okay. Like you were expecting something. You were expecting right. a thank you, you know? So it's like, it. it's a really interesting like train of thought. So like, I definitely encourage people to look into that, like for further like research and stuff like that. Um, Ayn Rand, if you haven't heard of her, um, A-Y-N rand last name r-a-n-d so um yeah it's it's a really interesting um way to think about things for sure so um barely passed that class but i do remember that for the rest of my life (laughs) that one stuck with me um so so yeah so you know it definitely sounds like you and i have done like a lot of like internal i mean we always do a lot of like internal like preparedness and like reflection over the past few months so yeah, it's been, been some soul finding some soul searching for sure yeah. which you had talked about that a while back mm-hmm. when we had done an episode like do you feel like I mean you were talking like work stuff too but like do you feel like in terms of that that you 
are in like a better place mentally like oh for sure um and i think tj being who he is has helped tremendously in that um i mean it's just it's it's just so comforting um and helpful to have somebody that is comforting and helpful and I may I work myself up more worrying and trying to anticipate um the conversations or um reactions or responses to how I'm thinking or how I'm feeling or if I have a thought or an idea or hey can you do you know can you take the dogs out like like a request or something like there's there's a lot more um realization that there are things that I need to work through because yeah. of childhood trauma and life in general um and having somebody that is cool calm and collective bro nothing really matters in life you're floating on a rock through space time is a construct um i think that's the weed <laughs> Listen, also that too, that's helped a lot. Um, yeah. For me personally, like I don't smoke, but um, I'll take a gummy now and then. And I'm just like, this is a great time. I get it. Um, but it's just, I'm, I am uh, intellectually and emotionally high strung. Um, mm-hmm. So having somebody that is the complete opposite, who is like, Dude, it's not that serious. Like, just right. tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you're no, feeling. What do you mean it's not that serious? Like, this is everything to me. The sky is falling all the time. Like, it's really not. He's, yeah. He just keeps me grounded. Um, right. And, uh, like, today, excuse me, Cassie babes are back. Um, <laughs> like, today I told him that I just wasn't, wasn't feeling great. And then he came up. St- he he helped me get comfy for for our recording and um got the doggies up here and made shrimpy lay next to me and he was like you want anything and he got me some something to drink and he gave me options and he came upstairs and he got me like five or six different cookies of different flavors and he said i got you the variety pack so like it just made me laugh and i was just happy about it it just takes the stress off it's just helpful yeah yeah um I think I just have more time um, because there's three of us in this house. Not everything is on me, which is a huge yeah. help. And, you know, I have found myself being bored so much. I've never been so bored in my whole life. And my therapist tells me that being bored is great because me never having been bored before um was a problem and now I get to be bored and now I get to explore the things that don't make me bored anymore so like you just it's just a learning it's just there's so much that like I'm learning about myself I'm learning about him like I definitely do think that a lot of people oh sorry guys that was my phone charging I definitely do think that a lot of people confuse boredom with like contentment because it's not necessarily a feeling um that you've like felt 
naturally or that often. Um, especially in, you know, because like I work with like a certain community, like especially, and I know you don't smoke weed or like, you know, whatever, but like, especially for people who like use like mind altering things. And that could even be like generally like prescribed medicine too. Mm -hmm. And so if you've ever had to force contentment and peace and you've never felt it naturally, which reflects your environment, um, it can be like very off-putting and you're like, man, I'm like a really lame person. Like I have nothing to fucking do. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe for once you could chill the fuck out. Like that's, you know what I mean? So I definitely get that. Yes. A hundred percent. And I've like noticed something about me too over this move and like living with my husband full time is he's a lot more helpful than I've, I don't know if it's that I've ever been able to give him credit for or have like not been able to give him credit for. Like we, you know, had certain issues when we were living apart for three years of like, not that he wasn't helpful, but he was only home for literally like two and a half days a week. And like the first day he was sleeping because he worked nights and then drove three hours home. You know what I mean? So like I have seen for myself too that like, if I need something done, I can just ask, you know what I mean? Like if I need help with something, I can just ask. Like, I don't have to like already be irritated in my mind about why something isn't done or like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So like, I hate to give my husband credit for anything (laughs) because men, um, we literally had this conversation today. Uh, we we hate men. Yeah. Duh. Um, 2023 girl power women unite (laughs) but yeah it's been like an interesting kind of like internal check for me of like yeah just ask for help you know what I mean um so yeah it's it's been more of a smooth ride than I thought that it was gonna be um granted it's only been four weeks I could still want to slit his throat would probably if he even got up for five minutes right now. Um, but at this moment, it's fine. <laughs> so, so yeah, so um, kind of moving on from some of that, um, you know, moving in stuff. I had a really fun weekend recently. No, it looks like a lot of fun. I want to go there. I think it looks so cool and so cute. Um, yes. I would absolutely 100% choke somebody out though. Yeah. So I'll probably get a little background before I elaborate on that. It's fine. Um, That's what people wonder. Next week, there is like a couple of serious things that I want to talk about. I do kind of want to touch on some things really quick before we get into that. Um, like what's going on in Texas. Yeah. Um. You know, with the woman, I don't know her name. Um, I think her first name is Kate. Kate, yes. Who um, is having to cross borders to terminate a terminal pregnancy. Correct. Um, And so it went before like a city, like a lower court in Texas. 
where she it was has a, a literally fight for her own fucking rights. Yeah. Yeah. Like to like literally live. Um, it was approved through like a lower circuit court and then went up to the Supreme court in Texas and they denied her um, like bodily autonomy. Um, and so I do think that we can kind of dive a little bit deeper into that. Um, the last I saw was that she was going to cross state lines yeah. to get the procedure done. Um, so I think that we need to like keep awareness about this and keep like our, you know, hearts and minds and, um, excuse me, um, sense of reality about this situation. Um, so yeah, so I'll continue to kind of keep up with that and we'll, you know, we'll both do our research and pull our thoughts together for next week. Um, so this past weekend, me and Evan, since we're very close to the Ohio border, um, fun fact, Evan and I were both born in Ohio. Um, about a year ago on TikTok, I saw this one from this person who went to this bookstore in Ohio and it's called the book loft and it's 32 rooms of books. Um, wowzers, wowzers, <laughs> you know, is it hot in here? Cause I feel wet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and so I definitely wanted to visit it, but like where we had lived previously, that was like almost a five hour drive. Yeah. Um, and so it I was like, like, man, it was away. Like, well, it's still like two hours, but I, I was like, yeah, like if, if we do this, it's like, we'd have to wake up at like, we'd have to leave at like 8 a.m. You know what I mean? Like not get home until like 12 hours later. Um, so when we decided to move out here, I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to do this because we're pretty close to it. And so we decided that we were going to go this past weekend. Um, Evan was super supportive. Um, and sometimes in like certain situations like that, he gets like a little bit of like anxiety too for places mm -hmm. that he's never been to. So I try to be kind of cautious about certain things, even if he doesn't realize that I am like, I'm even very much like, if you really don't want to go, it doesn't bother me. I will go. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not a big deal to me. Like we don't need to do every adventure together. You know what I mean? So he wanted to go with me, which I thought was nice. Um, but I told him like, don't fucking ruin it for me. Like, <laughs> if you're going you're being supportive nothing yeah. else if, yeah if, if you're going you're having a great time like no buts about it so we went um i slept for an hour and a half nice <laughs> great um but it's in columbus ohio and columbus is um man i kind of felt like columbus was even a little bit more banging than indy like i felt like columbus was even like closer to like chicago style to be totes honest yeah um so it's pretty close to downtown it's in one of their little um like subdivisions called um german village super cute really cool architecture like very um it's like a little like boutique town like um, you get a cup of coffee, you know, you go to the Duncan, like a half a block away, it's $4. You go to this coffee shop, it's $12.99 for the same Got thing. It, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So we go, we park and we parked a little bit down the street. It's mostly like street parking. Cause that's usually how those like little communities are, you know, especially in a downtown area. And so we're walking up and it's a pretty nice day and we get to the store and 
we see a line on the side of the building. And I'm like, both me and him both look at each other and we're like, what the fuck is this? So it wasn't too long, but it's where the entrance was. And we're like, I guess we're going to get in this line. And so we got there like about an hour and a half or two hours after they'd opened. So mind you, it's like Saturday, like late morning, early afternoon. So we get in the line and we're only in it for like 10 minutes. But like within like two minutes of us getting into that line, it got so much longer. So we were like, oh, you know, thank God, like we did it dilly dally, you know, um so we get up to the door and there you can tell that they're like um uh like what's the word like um like slowly like um, like intermittently letting people in oh yeah you know? yeah, yeah. So like two like, in two out yes yeah yeah and so we get up there and you know the guy's standing there and he's like hi he's like have you guys been here before and we're like no and he goes well like of course like saturday is one of our biggest days he goes but here's the thing, like, if you were to come here at, like, 4 o'clock, nobody's here. So, but we have, like, we, it's safer for us to do it this way. Because if not, um, it's rooms, but it's just really, like, different hallways. Um, okay. He, he goes, so if, if we don't do it, we're going to have 50 people in this, like, 5 by 5 entrance right, right here. You know what I mean? And so, like, we understood that or whatever. And they had, like, books sitting out there, like, under, like, the thing, you know, because it started to, like, drizzle. And so, like, we totally understood. So we get in there and it just, it's like, you don't even know where to begin. Like, you can either go up to the right or down to the left. And we're just like, okay, well, I guess we're going to go up. So you go up, like, you go up one flight, you're on one floor. You can go up another flight and you're on the third floor. And it is just... I was kind of disappointed in myself because I was like immediately overwhelmed. Like this was supposed to be my Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> um, like I was worried about Evan like having a freak out no, in the crowd. I'm like, oh my god, he's a coronary. You are like me. He's sitting there jizzing your pants. Like that's how amazing this is supposed I to know, be. I know. I know. But I did. Like I kind of felt a little overwhelmed. Um, and so it's you have performance anxiety. It's okay. Yes. Yes. I'm a big talker, low performer. Um, so we were there for about an hour, hour and a half or so, because then like what starts happening is like, there's like, you're kind of cool with the maneuvering at the beginning. Cause it's like an experience, yeah. but like it becomes difficult if you are somebody who likes to just generally leisurely browse, um, because you might do it if there wasn't so many people. Right. And like, even like where the hallways were, the hallways were even lined with books, but the hallways were not even big enough for two people to pass. So if you're trying to go through a hallway, you're inevitably interrupting somebody like literally trying to browse through like five shelves of books. You know what I mean? And so, but it was very clean, very well organized. Um, You know, for that, I was really impressed um, they have like a map that they give you when you first walk in. Yeah, like there's yeah, so it's done very well. Um, I think it's also like um like bulk buying for books. So like the majority of their books are like at least five percent off. Um, so I ended up getting four books. Evan got one. Um I got like a little tote bag or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think we ended up spending like 
$130 or something like that. And it was so funny. Like I, I just, Evan was cracking up laughing. Cause like I would pick up a book and I'm also like, that's the thing with me being able to browse books to really make a decision. I'm a book thrifter. So like if I'm going into an actual bookstore and I'm going to pay close to full price, right? I want to get something that I know that I'm going to read. And so that was definitely a little bit difficult for me. Um, Evan was like, I would pick up a book and be like, do you care if I get this? And because I don't want to spend too much money. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and he's like, that's why we're here is put in the fucking basket. And so, <laughs> um, I love the aggressive support. I do. I oh, think it's yeah, one of sure. my favorite forms of support ever. Like, love it. I'm here for it. Yeah, bitch, you're fucking amazing, you fucking idiot. You are beautiful, dumbass. <laughs> That's like um, so warm inside. Like, <laughs> they love you. Yeah. I don't know if you love me more than you hate me, but I'm just going to go with it. So, yeah, so we were there for about an hour and a half, and it was definitely enough um it just it just became extremely overwhelming mm -hmm. and also for the fact that like if you are also somebody who doesn't like to shop at like tj maxx or marshall's because of the way that they have their clothes set up you're not going to like something like this yeah um it's just too much it's just too fucking much um so i got the third book in the Sarah J, I don't know if it's Mass or Moss, Mass, uh, Mass um, Akatar series, because Evan had gotten me the two books a few months ago. Oh, but really? I knew, oh yeah, so I've had those books for a couple of months, but I knew I needed to get some other books out of my system because once I started that series, I want I want to finish it. Yeah. So I got the third yeah. book in that series. Um, I got... Um, to the Hunger Games trilogy, which is now a saga. I got mm -hmm. the fourth book in that, the um, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, mm -hmm. um, because I I probably read the Hunger Games series twice. And I remember a friend of mine, her and I are still good friends. We've been friends since like kindergarten. Her and I went and seen those movies like four fucking times together. And so I don't want to see the fourth movie until I read the book. Yeah, um, a lot of people said that like the a lot of people because me and tj saw it he didn't read the book but he yeah. loves the hunger games uh so we went and we saw it and he was like that was it was really good but a lot of people were saying that like the book is a lot better because you know you can it it goes off of like it's very um in his head so yes. like, you have to know what's going on in his head in order to under like to truly understand what's going on so right um, and I've seen like a lot of like TikToks and reviews about yeah. the movie. Like I kind of have an understanding. Sure. What I do like though is eventually when I do read this book, something I do like if I read a book that like a movie is out on, but I've never seen the movie, I do like to be able to visualize those characters yeah. as the characters were in the movie. So I got that. Um, and I got a couple of um, horror books. I've been kind of on like a sci-fi like horror thing the past few months. Um, so I got a couple of those. One of them is kind of like, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, one of them is kind of like, I think it's like a feminist horror rage. Hmm. And so it's called Mary. It's by um, Nat Cassidy. And I've seen it on TikTok a couple of times. I've seen it on BookTok a couple of times. 
Um, and I'm excited to dive into that down the line. And I will definitely give a review of that. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of our little thing, um, in German village, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. Like I said, if you are somebody who it's, if you are a book lover, if you love literature, if you love bookstores, if you love libraries, it really is also just like a great place to just be like, damn, like I went there. That was fucking cool. You know what I mean? Um, my suggestion would be don't go on a Saturday morning, right. like wait until the afternoon, like, you know, go out there, get dinner or whatever, just cause they're also open until like 11 o'clock. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. So like, Oh, it's like 10 o'clock. You want to get a book? You know what I mean? I thought that was cool. That is um, cute. so we had a lot of fun with that. We also had another adventure that day. A first, I had a day of first. Oh, we God. went to Raisin Canes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Solid six and a half out of ten. People are not going to like me for that. They're not going to like me. They're not going to like me. Um, <laughs> the chicken tenders were just chicken tenders. Correct. Personally, this is better. Personally, crispy, personally. It would be a different story. If that breading was crispy and not soft, yes. totally yes. different story. Um, I told very good. I, the like the quality, like it tasted great. I really like the seasoning. Yes, yes. I don't yes. like soft. I don't like soft. I don't like the soft uh, breading. Yes. Um, I was very excited about cane sauce. I like the cane and, sauce. I do. Um, sorry, it's just too much ketchup for me. Not that I didn't like it, but it was a lot. Um like more like oddly sweet and tangy than I thought that it would mm -hmm. be probably the ketchup. Like there was probably a decent amount of like ratio of like extra vinegar, extra vinegar to ketchup mm -hmm. in, in that. Um, I was expecting the bread and the fries, fucking tier top, the bread and the fries, top fucking tier. I love that bread. Yes. I, I yes. will want Cane's chicken just for that Texas toast. That yes. nice, voluptuous bun. Oh, and it's just soft and it's warm. And it's buttery um, and it's so good. Yeah. So I went in there like a fucking fangirl and walked out unsaved. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Convert, six, you know, a cold six and a half out of ten. But also, like, when I think of sauce, I am a huge sauce person. Oh my. my top yeah. tier, my top fucking tier fast food sauce is Mac sauce. You cannot beat Mac sauce in my mm. eyes. Like mm -hmm. I, oh, well, and like Wingstop Ranch. Uh, yeah. Out, out, out of this world, but two, two different categories. You, I don't think you know what I've I mean? never had Wingstop. Um, I've heard it's hit or miss. Um, it just depends. Like sometimes you have the absolute most trash order ever, and then sometimes you have the best that you've ever yeah. had in your whole life. Um, but I have heard I've never that had bad wings. The best ranch say. on planet Earth. Yeah, I've never had bad wing stop. Um, but I'm also a person of like, I would still go back to raising canes. Would it be my yeah. first choice? No, I'm also a person of like, like shitty pizza, still pizza. You know what I mean? Like it was still a good meal. You know what I mean? 
Um, <laughs> right. The like it's it good. Like I totally get yes. it. Yes. Uh, yeah. But I'll be thinking about those fries. Those fries were top fucking tier. Um, yeah. So that was definitely a day of first for sure. Um, and I'm just like excited to be able to like do stuff like that more often. You know, when we lived in yeah. Valpo, we were constantly so like financially stretched because of a lot of different factors and it becomes, it becomes really debilitating at a certain point. And so like, these are kind of like the things that I tell myself sometimes, like granted, like this wasn't like, I didn't just quit a job and move. Like I made sure that like Evans, like life was set up, but like, I'm like a firm believer in, the idea of um if you are in a situation that is like unhealthy unhappy that is up to you to make that choice so like we were in a place where it quote unquote worked um but it wasn't right and like a lot of people don't know this um you know and this isn't a jab against my old job because i still really do miss my old coworkers and a lot of aspects of my old job, but I had actually been looking for a year. Um, I've been sending out resumes for a year um, for, for various reasons, you know, like a top one was money for sure. Um, I mean, I worked in the CEO's office and I make more now back in the community. So being um, at the bottom of the totem pole, like that's crazy. Right. Right. Um, with more perks to be totally honest. Right. Um, so yeah, it wasn't like a rash thing and it wasn't like, I wasn't like me and Evan were trying anything else previous right. to deciding to pick up our whole lives. Um, but it also just nothing was connecting. And so like I had a conversation literally yesterday with somebody, um, you know, somebody close to me who like, um, there's unhappiness and um, you kind of like get to a point like there's unhappiness in like a situation that can like be changed, even if it's not easy to make that change. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so the fact of the matter is that we are all responsible for our own individual prosperity and happiness to an extent. Right. If there, if you are in a situation where the, the circumstances like there is no movement for you which a lot of people have those and are currently in them I totally get it totally get it but like you deciding to make your move probably wasn't easy but a lot of it that whole month like the like a whole month before even renting the fucking the moving truck like I like it was one of the hardest decisions that I've made just because of who I am as an individual so yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. It's, it, but it was, but it you was knew, the right decision. Yes. But you knew for the relationship with your partner, your financial situation, your mental health due to your financial, right. you know, situation, the, the betterment that it was going to come out to be, even if it wasn't your thought of like the quote unquote, like right thing, mm-hmm. you know? Or like for you at the time, right. you know what I mean? Um, 
because what we think is the right thing for us isn't always the right fucking right thing. thing. Like right. you have to put reality into the situation. Yep, exactly. So, you know, I, I, I definitely know that everybody in this country, well, the majority of people in this country are really struggling financially right now. And um, it's really unfortunate. And um, to be totally honest, like, it cost a lot of money for me and Evan to move. It cost a lot of money for me and Evan to move. Like my whole last paycheck for my other job went to moving. Mm. Um, I didn't pay any bills for a month so we could cover our costs. Like you should have got a credit card. Like that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like we took out a credit card to move. Um, and you know, a lot of people won't agree with that. Well, it's like, well, you just put yourself in a worse situation. Like temporarily, maybe, maybe for a little bit, but in the grand scheme of things, did you really? Right. Like long, like long term to short term. Right. Right. Um, I can even a month later tell a difference in our finances. Yeah. Um, and like what we have in the bank, like compared to what we would have a year ago, you know, now, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so, you know, people listening, like we're just in a world right now where nothing is easy. And I think that our culture and community is in this like weird mindset And COVID has a lot to do with this too. Like we had so much time on our hands. We thought so much. Everybody thought that they were going to die. And I'm not like saying that to be weird. Like that was the truth. Like we all were in a situation that we possibly could have died. Yeah. Um, And so like we all had so much time to like think about our passions and like the things we do want in life and the things we don't. And to a certain point, I think that that has like skewed our reality slightly, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so like people thinking like, well, I'm not going to give up so-and-so or I'm not going to make this hard, you know, choice because I shouldn't have to. A hundred percent. You're, you're right. Like we're in such a shitty situation right now that we shouldn't have to be, but there's always a higher reality to something of like, yes, but. Right. And, um, yes, absolutely. Yes. We're in a shitty situation, but what can you do about it? What can you do to help yourself during this shitty situation? Right. Right. Instead of sitting Um, there in your misery, not able to get out of that mindset. Right. And whatever that looks like for you, um, for us, it was, you know, making a massive decision to pick up our whole lives for you. It was a massive decision to pick up your whole life. Like, um, yeah. So there's, there's like a lot of like, um, self-reflection in those, you know, choices. And, um, there's a lot of sacrifice for the long-term betterment of your life. So Yeah. yeah. Super interesting. Um, I do want to kind of go over one last controversial thing. And then we could probably like end it for today. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, Nicole just likes to throw shit at me, and I'm I'm either gonna pick it up or I'm gonna drop it. So yeah. throw that so, ball. I'm gonna say something that I think a lot of people are not going to agree with. Okay. Um, Akatar is not that great. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. You started with the wrong series. Dude, yes. Yeah. You should have started yeah. with Throne of Glass. Yeah. I'm definitely I'm sure gonna go is, that one next. Throne of Glass is much darker. There's so much more smut. It's such a better it's it's first of all, it was um Sarah J. Mass's first storyline that she started. So mm-hmm. it's got all of the passion that a first time series author would have. Yeah. Um, I think Akatar just has a little less, has a lot less sparkle and shine for me. Um, I love Throne of Glass so much. I, I've told you this before. Sarah J. Mass is one of my favorite, is my favorite author before she was even popular, like five years ago. Um, yeah. I have a quote from one of the last books tattooed on me. Like it's some real deep shit. Like it's just, it's just so much better than Akatar. You should have asked me and I would have told you to start with throne of glass because it's just so good. It's so fucking good. So I, I actually have like, like another book friend i no offense i don't consider you a book friend that's totally fine um who said the same thing to me um i will definitely go to that series next i i know her reputation for good writing Mm -hmm. um and i'm going to finish this series because i've started it i'm not somebody who can just not do a series you know what i mean like if i'm gonna pick up a book and then like and the reason why i didn't choose those first is because evan got me these books so um the first book i just started the second one the first book it feels incredibly lazy to me yeah yeah that's how the whole series felt for me was yeah. very lazy. It it feels so um it just feels like she needed to put out another series. Yeah. Um and clearly she's a fucking millionaire off of all of her books now. Um so bitch did the right thing, but it's so like as an avid reader, yeah. it's so fucking lazy to me. Yeah. Um I'm like getting through there is a difference between getting through books quickly because there's no substance to it. And there's a difference between getting through books quickly because you can't fucking put it down. Right. I'm reading these books in like super fucking speed. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the smut. I don't. They're not, I, they're not small books either. They're pretty thick. No, right. I, I mean, I appreciate people who solely rely on like smut for their literature entertainment. Yeah. I don't necessarily need it in books personally. Um, It's just so like, it's kind of lazy and it's kind of fucking cheesy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, um, but I'm going to finish it um, because I'm actually not a huge fan of do not finish. Like I'm not a huge fan of like the DNF movement. Sure. Like if you really don't like a book, like don't finish it. But 
I like to accomplish things. I think truly in all of my years of 31 years of reading, and I've always been, you know, I had like a 10 year period after college, like, you know, start to college, end to college, um, where I didn't read because college just ruined that for me. I think I've probably only DNF'd five books in my entire life. Oh, wow. Um, because I like to finish things that I start. Right. You know what I mean? It's not bad, but it's, it honestly is super childish. Like, yeah. and it, I, it I, really I, should be young adult. It should be young adult. It is young adult. Oh, is it? It's YA, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that puts things in such a different perspective for me. You're welcome. I mean, I'm not like a literary friend or anything, but I totally understand. No, because in bookstores, it's not in YA. It's YA. Holy shit. You blew my fucking mind. You're welcome. That does put things in different perspective. It doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it better no, it because doesn't. I don't. It's still lazy writing. Absolutely. But I, I purposely of- don't read YA like consistently for that reason. Yeah. Because um, it's it's very juvenile in a lot of which ways. Throne of Glass is also YA. It's a young, she's a young coming of age young woman not even you know fully 19 years old and at the beginning like they're it's ya yeah right i i know i've talked about i know i've talked about another ya series that i read like two years ago now it's like the mirror visitor series it's a book saga quartet because it's Mm. by a french author that was incredible that was like fantasy fiction writing yeah um so I have read YA. I don't cling to it like other readers do. There there are readers, adult readers, that's all they read is YA. Yeah. And I give them credit for that. It's just not my thing. Um, yeah, like I said, that puts it in a little bit of a different perspective for me. Um, but it doesn't change my opinion on the writing. Because you and can do YA yeah. and still have depth and still Absolutely. have creativity and like fall into a world. This it's is not doing that. Exactly like that with Thro- Throne of Glass. Um, yeah. And the majority of the the fans of her series agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, Evan got me these books like eight or nine months ago because Akatar blew the fuck up. Yeah, it, it has. Like in, a, the last, in the like last two or three animal. years. Yeah. And I think I've had, I was living at home when I had that, when I got that tattoo. So it's been a while. Um, yeah. I think I got it after college. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I'm also currently reading, um, I mean, I was waiting for the other book. It's kind of random, totally. It's a series called Anno Dracula. It started in the 80s or like early 90s by an author named Kim Newman. And it's so interesting to me. I never thought that I would like something like this because I thrifted the the first book. It sat on my shelf for over a year and I picked it up during Halloween because I was like, oh, Halloween, like Dracula. <laughs> um, and so the first few like couple of chapters, I was like, I'm going to DNF this because it was so British. I didn't understand what they were saying, but it was also set in like 1890s British. So it was very, you know what I mean? Like the dialogue. Oh, so, was, yeah. You had no luck, no luck, but I'm glad that I stuck with it because the premise is um, 
So the story of Dracula by Bram Stoker, there is like a chapter or like a segment where Dracula is like brought to land, like through a ship. Like they just did that movie about it, um, mm-hmm. The Last Voyage of the Demeter or something like that. Um, and like he kills everybody on the ship and then he gets to land and, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's like he starts his legacy or whatever. So the story of Anno Dracula is that um, he comes and he becomes like an influential figure. Like he marries the Queen of England and he starts producing like vampires are like a normal part of society. And so, and so like the books are, so like the first book was like, he married the, the queen of England and it's like been a few years, like after kind of like vampires, like started to becoming a part of society. The second book, um, was, um, Dracula being a part of world war, um, one Mm -hmm. and, um, like him being one of like the big villain players in world war one, like still trying to like have his reign over the world. And so, yeah, it's like, it's really interesting. And so um, I've really like never read something like this because it's, it technically is like historical fiction, um, but there are a similar genre to this. I can't think of the, I can't think of the name of it, but it's like historical events and realities like, um but if this you know what i mean like historical sci-fi yeah 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 um yeah so it's super interesting um i just actually got the call today that um because we have a local bookstore here in town they're a used bookstore but i really like them a lot i've posted them on my ig before maybe about a year ago um they got the third book for me and so I don't necessarily know what the premise of this like what um like time period we're in with this one um but yeah I'll definitely keep everybody updated on that because it's really interesting like like I said I never thought that I would really for forever if he's a vampire he can live for forever you can go through the entirety of history for forever yeah well so a, a part of this whole story, like a parallel part to this whole thing, is that there is this group of, um, like, there's this, like, uh, secret service, like, behind the scenes, like, club all throughout history trying to kill him. Mm, got it. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of, like, similar players through the decades and stuff That's like that. Cool. So. So yeah, I, I I have been, you know, over the past few weeks, I've been doing a lot of reading, a lot of crying. Um, <laughs> well, not as much crying anymore, but it's really good to be back. Um, sorry, listeners, it's been my fault that we've been out for so long. But yeah, just a lot of, a lot of things happening, life, um, and you just have to know when to take a step back and know when to take a step forward. So we are moving forward again, and yeah. It's going to be fun. We're back. <laughs> all that matters. Well, I'm going to get off here because it is 7 o'clock here, and yeah. I'm going to eat Din Din. All right. Have fun. Um, love you a long time, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. It's still recording.
Yeah. Oh, maybe that's just like, I don't know. It says it's still recording. Okay, well, if you ended it on your side, it probably is done. Because I don't have any... Oh, okay. Okay. All right, bud. I love ya. You have a good night. Bye.